Okay, weird thing just happened. We set up the studio, if you could call it that, and... I, I would call it that. Yeah, right now it um, is kind of a nightmare of, of a studio. Like, everything's a wreck, but... It's a studio... It's also an art studio at the moment. It, yes, an art studio. That uh, Yes, all kinds of art, all kinds of creation is happening in the studio today. And one other part of creation that just happened was we heard, like interference from a radio system it was yeah. weird and they were like talking about some crazy crazy stuff something about getting fired it was something also about getting beat it sounded real republican yeah and it sounded very white <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> whatever i'm just gonna start this damn theme song Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and, and Fawning. Sasha motherfucking Colby. Fawn. I'm cold, I'm wet, and I'm just plain scared. Flapjack. Oh, my God. Fawn. By the time this episode comes out, I will be in Orlando. The Miss Comedy Queen pageant will be getting going you know yeah i i can't believe it's finally here what day of the week does that start on monday or tuesday we have like a monday night social and then oh. tuesday wednesday thursday is the actual pageant a social yeah just a little just a little something to show off what we have um so i have found myself crying <laughs> at random parts in the day oh my god but it's like you know I, I always am smiling so it's just like i'm smiling and then a tear comes out of my eye oh my god it's like hitting me really hard right now this is happening <laughs> we're going so i feel excited i feel ready i feel like i'm gonna win but i also am looking forward to a little bit of peace because yeah the last like five weeks have been quite hectic with like last chance happening and then um the actual nationals being right after it, you know? Yeah. But I definitely think I'm making the most of my, the last chance part of my title. But anyways, how are you? I'm good. I've got, by the time this comes out, I will be already back in town from going to see Sasha, not see. Not see. Fuck. Perform with Sasha Colby. <laughs> um, yes. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be so epic to get to, like, perform with Sasha. It's a big week for both of us. Yeah, and, like, tickets had sold out. Yes! Um, then they decided to add a few more tickets. Oh. So now, like, I'm waiting for those to sell out because I know they're going to. They added um, a few more today at the time of recording. Oh, shit! Well, I hope that everyone can snag those tickets. I mean, right. by the time this comes out, it'll be too late. But right. coulda, woulda, shoulda. So it's exciting. <laughs> I'm, I like have not been nervous to perform in a very long time. Yeah, but like this is kind of a big deal. Well, you have a new outfit that you're making for it, right? Yeah. Can you tell us about what your performance is going to be? Um, it's going to be very floral. The spring is the the spring. The theme is sprung. Um, so sexy spring. Blah, 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 blah. So I've got like this new, by the time this is out, I'll probably have already posted pictures if I have good pictures of it. 
Um, Work. Blazer. That's like... Are we going to have a green blazer? It's a... Uh, it's actually... I got... <laughs> we stand UAB. Honestly, it's khaki <laughs> with green moss on it. Oh. It's close, close enough. enough. Yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, UAB is green and white with gold accents. Right. And sometimes that... And that, see, I, I know that it's green and white with gold accents. <laughs> it's not green and gold. But were you friends with an orientation leader? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that too, because I used to be one. But I, I think say- you were an orientation leader with one of my friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was your friend? Do we need to bleep it? He works at UIP now. I went to Disney with him. Oh, that person. Yeah. No, he was not an orientation leader, but he was, yeah. Was he not? Oh, he was a he trailblazer. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. We love it. Oh, my God. For somebody that was neither of those, those were the same thing to me. Well, yeah. Long story short, those were like the there spring little- and fall recruiters. And they do some summer stuff, too, but orientation leaders are really like in the summer. And that's what There I was did. like some overlap between orientation yeah. leaders and OLs and... TBs. Mm, yeah, a little bit. Like, we would work the same events occasionally. Um, and a lot of times people did the same, both of them. There were a lot but, of queer people. Oh, that yeah. Were those. Or in, like, ones who discovered that shortly, at, or maybe they discovered it during, right? Uh, later came out fully queer, and now they're, like, drag queens that have been on TV. Yeah. I know a couple of those. Uh, that's really strange. <laughs> I didn't think any of them had done that. <laughs> Um, no, actually, it's so funny that you bring this up because I think about it all the time, how helpful that was for me. And actually, the things that I use from those experiences in college in drag, like, I, you know, I feel like I used to get really anxious about talking on mic. But I feel like because of that, I'm able to just snatch a mic and... I don't know what I'm going to say when I get to the stage, you know, coming from the dressing room, but I know I'm going to say something. Clearly we know sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say <laughs> um, because I do it here on the pod. And also even when it's planned out, it's right. a little bit of a wild card. Even <laughs> here at bingo, I'm pulling a full, like a number out at bingo and I still don't know what I'm going to say. Sometimes <laughs> They might lie, come up with a different number. Right. <laughs> Uh, it might be like C19 or something. C19. Yeah, that's a great number. Um, I think we should petition for C to be officially added to the word bingo. Uh, well, what else do you have going on? How? I mean, I know we only recorded, like that we're recording a bit early due to our other obligations this weekend. Um, Torine is, will have performed by now. Where is she performing? Toreen is performing at the Nick. Oh, the Nick is the Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've got Sasha on Saturday, and then they've got the Nick on Sunday. We're telling everyone about shows that they will have missed at right. this point. Um, so If we've seen you at those <laughs> shows, tell us at a, in a five-star review that you loved the show. Yes. And then you can hear your very own words from our mouth, our mouth holes, holes to your, to your ear, ear holes. holes. And maybe if you're really lucky, from our mouth holes to your buttholes. Meanwhile, like, also, this week has just been crazy chaotic with the work. Yeah. Um, I already know next weekend, next week, I will be working Friday. Because I'm off usually on Fridays. I work four-day weeks because I work four tens. So it's just been, like, helping you get ready for Comedy Queen, working. And then anytime that's not that has been, like, sleep. No, oh, I feel that. I mean, I don't know how much sleep. I, uh, honestly, no, I know how much sleep I've been getting, and it's not been much. But I, I, I'm so thankful to everyone who has helped me with Comedy Queen. Like, 
it this would not have happened had it not been for a really strong group of friends who I have around me, and I really, really appreciate that. Um, but we are also now kind of at the point where it's like I'm having to make hard decisions on what's actually going to be able to make it and what's not going to be able to make it. But yeah. I think that in the end, it's still going to come together. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling really good overall about my package that I'm bringing. I how think it's long, really funny. How long are you... Did you like, how long have you been working on this package? This, well, uh, I really, once I finished Miss Last Chance, I started working on this package. Which was how many weeks? Three weeks ago. Three weeks. Well, three weeks prior to the national pageant. So, and then one weekend of that, I was at a conference for work. So it's been pretty crazy. As somebody that has done a pageant last minute, like two weeks before the pageant, decided to do it and do everything brand new. I know what it's like, except you're going like even bigger. Bless your heart. I mean, I bet you won't do it again. I, well, not it, like this late. I think what I would do again, well, the thing, okay, the thing that I would do again is the, I would definitely do National Comedy Queen again. I right. mean, unless I get no, there and I hit I mean, it, which I don't think I will. I mean, like, but, do it like this last minute planning. Yeah. As right. uh, somebody that has done it, because I've done it, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm never doing it again. I'm glad I had that experience. Yeah, I mean, this is my first national pageant, right? And every other pageant that I've done, it's been like two weeks is fine getting it together, um, but not this one. Um, it's 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 been really 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 crazy, but I, I, find I, I think need- it's gonna come together. I I. I think it's all happening and I have my checklists ready and like, it looks like everything is on track except for like one really major thing that I was hoping to have happen. But otherwise I, I think everything, the thing I really like about my package is that it's all from the heart. Like it's, right. it's all stuff that like I personally designed. It's very flapjack. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of people with strategies before for national pageants to be to like, hire people to do this aspect, hire someone to make such and such. And for me, it's, it's really all things that came from my brain. Yeah. Um, and so whether I go win, lose or draw, and I, I do feel that I have a winning package. Um, I'm going to be happy with what I put on stage. And I think that's, what's most important. So. I'm excited to see all the pictures. I'm sad I can't go, but I hope I get plenty of pictures and videos. Yes, I know they do. They do have a video, um, or they they record it every year, and they usually have like they. I knew the vintage ones. They used to sell VHS tapes. And You're gonna kill it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, I think that we've covered all of our plugs. Sorry to everyone that this is a bit of a hodgepodge episode. I mean, our, as you can see, our brains are so scattered right now. Yes. But I still wanted to come to everyone and say thank you because. I have gotten a lot of love and support from the community in more ways than one. Um, so just thank you all so much for your help in preparing for this. And yeah, we're going to kill it. Well, are you ready to do these flops of the week? Absolutely. Well, we'll be right back for your very favorite segment each and every week. Cheers. And we are back and we are going to be doing the our favorite segment of the week which is flop of the week but first we of course have to be joined by our very special guest all the way from season four of camp wanakiki it's tv's paula frost hi, hi, hi. <laughs> i'm blowing good how are you i'm so excited to be here how are you 
I'm so excited to finally have Polo on the pod. Me too. Polo, you have been much oh anticipated. God, right? I've been Oh, you're so sweet. I've been listening to you guys for so long now, and I'm like, this is so much fun. It's so surreal. I know, right? It's like the voices in your head are talking back to you now. For real? <laughs> I'm obsessed with Fawn's voice, I have to say. Every time I, I'm like, oh, oh that's Southern draw. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Not me putting it on even further. Sometimes I just get real cornbread. I live. (laughs) Well, Pola, thank you so much for joining us and chatting with us for a bit today. Um, I am. I'm so excited to get to catch up with you. It's. I feel like it's been way too long. When was the last time we saw each other? Oh my God. Well, the uh, Boston. I guess it was Boston, huh? I think so. Oh my God. And it was. It was so crazy getting to meet you, your partner, and just seeing everyone again. Uh, I I miss those times. That was so much fun. Are, I know, right? We have to do it like yearly or something. I know. Are you coming to the Austin International Drag Festival? I am so thinking about it. You should like do I made it. I made an audition tape and I think I sent it in wrong because I do not do technology. You know, I'm like grandma. So I'm sure I did it wrong. Um, but I was like, you know what? I might go anyway because everyone I love is going. So I'm thinking like, that would be a cute little vacay. So Paula, yes, in Boston, yes. you did this number that I have been obsessed with, which was your back fat number. Oh, yes. Okay, right. Jackie Beat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Jackie Beat? That was Jackie Beat. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. How do you go about coming up with your numbers? Um. So, okay. So I started out... Um, doing drag a million billion years ago and it was always for like um aids benefits and things so it was always like you know pick the most romantic or most meaningful song you can possibly do and do a ballad and that kind of thing and i was sort of like you know that's just not me (laughs) like i'm much more like i want to make the people smile i want to make them laugh you know that kind of thing so by at that point in uh my drag career i was going by the name shaka Okay, because I was going to shock you. Come on, Shaka. Okay, right. But you have to understand, like, the only thing we had back then was, like, the Deb shop. And, like, literally wigs off of mannequins and Kmart. Like, it was crazy. So Wait, Kmart had wigs? Oh, we would steal them off the mannequin heads. I didn't know Kmart even... Yeah, they were tragic. Oh, my God. That's iconic. Prison honey. Oh, yeah. Way back when? Way back when, honey, and the Bonton. Oh, yes. We were resourceful. Boscovs. Boscovs, we might buy them because they were a little bit more like, well, watch you. But yeah, if you just like walk by and you're like, whoops. Now, listen, this was way, way back in the 90s. We do not suggest that you shoplift anything these days. That's not acceptable. Unless I don't know. it's from like uh, a large corporation. Like a. Uh, Somebody well, that we it, don't yeah, support, like <laughs> conservatives. Yeah, but I'm all about it. Shoplift from, you know. shoplift from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, shoplift from Chick-fil-A. Steal the, the Lord's that chicken. Part. That's fine. A little uh, Hobby Lobby never hurt nobody. Exactly. Oh, that's it. Shoplift <laughs> yeah. from Hobby it. Lobby. <laughs> um, so I we, love it. We so released much. an episode last week about drag activism. And at one point, I believe I said, be gay, do crime. <laughs> so this is all just checking <laughs> out. This is our new, like, organized crime gay podcast. <laughs> organized yes, gay crime. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> We're just I'm secretly, in. like, the mob bosses of Birmingham. And beyond. Yes, shot on your eyes in the Northeast. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so how have things been since camp? Since all of that aired and it's all finished up now? What has life been like for Pola? Oh, my gosh. So much less anxiety. Oh, right. Ah! <laughs> that so, is the truth. You know, 
it, it, right? It's one of those things like I went there with a whole, whole lot of anxiety and I thought, I'm going to work this out. Like, this is going to be the way that I'm going to like become not anxious. I'm going to get through this. Like, this is going to be my moment. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. It just, it, you know, <laughs> amplified that madness, right? And then you leave and you're like, well, now I still can't talk about it for a year. Yeah. So that was a mess. But once it aired and everything was out there, I was like, okay, this is way less, you know, in your head, you make everything way more dramatic than shit is in life right make things bigger you know, in my head i would never <laughs> i mean i would buddy. never bob the drag queen what did you say oh <laughs> <laughs> see i've been yeah. listening oh yeah, my god Paula, um, anyway a deep fan <laughs> she came with notes she's ready <laughs> how are you blowing well polo i live when you were watching back were, were there things that like did it all go the way you remembered? I, I feel like you and I had a lot of conversations at camp about like, why is this being filmed this way? And I, and I, I'm just curious, like what were your thoughts watching yourself on TV and watching the whole thing back? Wow. Um, so watching myself was really strange because I never think I sound the way I do. Oh. So when I hear my voice back, I'm like, that's not her. Please tell me that's not her. <laughs> oh, that was me. You know, like that's kind of like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, that was, I sort of, I, because I'm such a fan of the show, I just fell in love with each and every character over again. Yeah. So for me, it was so much more about like, holy shit, I didn't see them record that. That was so amazing. Like, where was I? You know what I mean? Like, oh, what yeah. was I doing at this time? Like, how did I not see this happen live? Oh, right. Like the pool. So things like that were amazing. They had that pool scene, you know, you remember what I'm talking about? Where yeah. it, and I was like, wait, where were we? What's happening? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so that was really, really fun for me. Just watching it back. I was like, it was sort of like out of body experience, right? Like, Totally. Whole other character was on TV, but Michael was watching it going, Oh Lord Jesus. Who yeah. is that? You know, like, yeah. And I think it is really beneficial too. Like I know for me, I was like, okay, X, Y, Z about my makeup. I'm going to change this immediately. Um, oh yes. It, like this sort of thing about padding, got to fix that, you know? And, and I feel like it really, it was great because I mean, getting to be there, it's like boot camp in and of itself and you learn so much, but then when you come back and watch it, you're like, okay, I'm going to be my own worst critic. But I don't, for me, uh -huh. I feel like it was all for the best. Like, I, I was oh. really glad to be able to improve some things that I didn't know were going on. I don't know how y'all do it all outside in the heat during the day in full drag. Chad, I don't know how the hell we did it either. And I'm used <laughs> to that because I can't. But I was like, this is too much, honey. Oh, the yeah. Bugs. The bugs. Oh, the bugs. Oh, there's the bugs. bugs. Well, no, you know, bugs. you're absolutely... I hate bugs! Oh, <laughs> Opal. Oh, Opal. Bless her heart. <laughs> You no, you're absolutely right. I remember talking to um, uh, Coleslaw about that exact thing, about how it's sort I of like Coleslaw. It's disgusting. I hate Coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> She's so fabulous. She is. Um, but yeah, it's like it, we. It was the ultimate mirror for us, you know. Like yeah. in our minds, we were sort of like, you know what? We made it. We're on a show. Mm -hmm. We are the shit. We know what we're doing. We are defined characters. Like now, we all we have to do is go show the world, you know. And it was like, you went there, we did what we did. And then when it showed back, you were like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Those things that I thought were fierce, not so much. The things I thought were funny, yeah. not so much. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, as You know, a, and now you're sort of like, oh, a different queen now. I know, right? Let's fix that. As <laughs> a viewer, complete outsider to the whole season, this was honestly one of the most lovable casts as a whole yeah um, oh i have to yeah because like 
I, all of you, like, there's not anybody on this cast that I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't love them. Like, y'all are all so fantastic. And, like, it was just so much easier to get attached to everybody this year. And I've watched every I, season. I have to agree. I remember as soon as I met everyone, my biggest fear going there, the whole drive there, I drove my ass there. That oh, my was God. Mama. So, but the whole <laughs> way there... Because they had given us like 20 minutes before we left to leave, to, you know, to get on our planes and in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, they gave us like 20 minutes to see who else was on the cast. So I literally, like, at every stop would be like, okay, Flapjack, who's Flapjack? What the fuck is Flapjack? Oh my God, Flapjack, look at her. Oh, amazing. Oh my God, that's a real big competition. Okay, great, get back in the car. And my like, whole way there, I thought, I hope no one's a crazy bitch, you know? And like, as soon as I met everyone, you know, you always have that thing. When you go to the dressing room, if you don't know everybody, you're sort of just like eyeing everybody up. You're right. like, okay, who's going to be the one? Am I going to have to correct someone? Yeah. <laughs> like, where are we here? You know, and but everybody was super cool right off the bat. And I was like, wow, if I wasn't in this situation, I would look at this cast and be like, this is brilliant. It, it really is wild because we, we all saw each other at everyone's very best, but also at everyone's very worst. Oh, <laughs> you know? my God. Like, everyone's cool. And I genuinely love everyone on my cast. But if we hadn't gone yeah. through this hazing experience that is Camp Wanakiki, I don't know that I would feel that way about everyone. Not Child, the hazing experience. Yes. Yeah, Pledge Master Well, you know really funny? I remember specifically you and I talking flapjack on the side. We were up in the field. It might have been the day that um, Dieter Ritz was there. And I was telling you, like, you know, I know what they want from us. They want to pull out some emotional stuff from our childhood. Mm -hmm. And I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to do that. My wounds are healed. They will not catch me on camera crying. I will not be that girl. That will not happen to me. Baby. Then, <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> I was like, "Well, they got me, gal. They uh, got me, gal." So how? Yeah, I, I know that you were uh, a little anxious about that episode airing with the stand-up comedy. Like, how did you feel in hindsight watching it? Well, you know, after you when you have like a year to process, it was sort of like going leaving camp. I was like, you know, oh my god, that was such an amazing experience. Six months after, I was like. Okay, now that I have, a, I have had every second of my life, like, flashback before my eyes, mm -hmm. every word I said, everything I did, and, like, I'm cool with it all, I was sort of like, all right, I, you know, I went in there being like, I'm a comedy queen, comedy queen, <laughs> comedy queen, and then the comedy queen is what made me, you know what I mean, that's what tanked. So, I was sort of like, <laughs> well, you know what, that's camp in itself. Yeah. <laughs> in and of itself. But I, you know, and then I had to remember it is TV, right? Like exactly. watching it back. Like I did tell more jokes than what they showed, mm -hmm. but and they you had still to show had some good they... nuggets in there and you yeah, could tell I wasn't it was unhappy with it. Yeah. Well, and Ruthie did pull me aside at, uh, at the campfires that we have at, at night and bless her heart. I, I was a mess. And Aww. Ruthie was like, baby, listen, no one, no one here bombed. Like I would be honest. She's like, you know, I respect you all as artists and I would be honest with you no one bombed she was like but someone's just gotta go right unfortunately tonight it's two i was like yeah thanks for the year yeah and but, yeah and for the sorry you're the first you're the first person we've spoken to about a double elimination before so like it, what was going through your head in that moment when that happened it was such a whirlwind because we weren't in our regular situation of elimination yeah do you know what i mean like for me i was sort of like this is a super out-of-body experience like i've been watching you know people be eliminated but then in the next room you know they're right downstairs right. we can go comfort them 
were still with them at night. And in this situation, it was just a little bit different because now there are 80 people watching it happen. Uh, and you're at an entirely was, different location. Yeah. It and was then sort we of had like to there drive was no all safety. the way back. Uh, the dr- I just remember the drive back being like, this is so awkward. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, how, baby. Yeah. I don't even know how I would react to a double elimination because I feel like there's a bit of it that it's like, oh, I'm not doing this alone. But then there's also a bit of it that I'd be like, well, I'm not getting to have my moment. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, to be completely honest with you, like I knew I went into that defeated. Like if I was a producer and I listen, I know that's not how this game of Camp One Kiki works. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they tell us is that it's not. But I did voice the fact that this was going to be the biggest challenge for me. Yeah. It was going to be my fit. You know, I knew that this, everyone knew that this was my Achilles heel. So going in, I think that it sort of might have helped ease other people on the cast. They were like, well, this is going to be Polish night. But when they said, oh, my God, it's two, that's what shook everyone because they were like, what? Wait, 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 what? Right. And, you and, know? and to be honest, based on the track records, I uh, until they told us it was a double elimination, I, I, I didn't expect you to go home. I because, was shocked as a viewer. Oh, you're so, thank but, you. But you had not been in the bottom before, you know? And right, right. So... And at least I, I, that's that's one of the things I, I keep telling myself as to why I was eliminated. But I should I can go on my own downward spiral if I keep thinking too much about it. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know what? That's like, <laughs> like the cookies just crumbled the way they did. You know, right. you're so right. Well, okay. What about um, what's next for Polo? What what have you been working on? Was it so? Um, got out of cab and I was like, okay, I am a cosplay queen now. Um, so I did um, a whole bunch of cosplay kind of drag um, oh, when I yes. got back because it just sort of was like, that's what I'm like inspired by. And then it was like, wow, that's a lot of work for each look. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? Let me focus on these wigs. These wigs are fun um, because every gig that I was working, I started making a new wig for it. And so Uh-oh. I was like five wigs in and I was wow. like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Like maybe I'll make a pink one, you know, and then I posted it and people went crazy and I thought, oh well, this is kind of fun. And literally people just started reaching out like, Hey, you want a wig? Or, or, you know, like, is there a wig available? Like, can I get one in blue? Can I yeah. And so I'm sort of like, maybe I'm going to put Poland a little bit of a hiatus, see what this, you know, <laughs> road goes, you know, just to be viable in the, the business. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, you, you know, listen, you can't twirl forever. Yeah. But I twirl. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you twirl. <laughs> I, I've seen you twirl. You've swirled and twirled. But you know what it is? I just I just send the boobs either to the left or to the right, and centrifugal <laughs> force just makes me spin like a top until I hit something. That's a whole new meaning yeah, of the word helicopter. Hey, I mean, right? You, you put on your pride look with all the fringe, and then yes. even the smallest amount of twirl makes it look like <laughs> the biggest twirl. That's the beautiful right. well, thing about fringe. Yes. Well, listen. I'm a smart big girl. I let the costume work for me. Right. I like can't uh, dance know, listen, myself, so I love some an outfit with movement. Right. Yeah, child. Give something that sways and swings. Also, I, yeah. until you said the cosplay thing, I forgot about that until you said that. But yes, you did have a cosplay moment. And though you're also, I'm sorry, I've only seen the newer version of She-Ra, but is it Evelyn? Is that how you say her name? Oh, yeah, Evelyn. Uh-huh. Like, yep. that is such a freaking fierce costume. Like, you... Thank you. You have a mind-blowing talent for for creating, you know? Uh, like, I mean, that's why you were you did so well, especially in that very first episode. I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, Pola is 
huge competition. Uh, she's oh, probably going to win you, this baby. whole thing because of like her ability just to make something from nothing. You know, <laughs> how did you gain that skill? So, well, for me, drag, you know, there's everything that I want. Okay. Well, so when I was first originating Pola, you know, she came from a lot of different things from my childhood and from the eighties, you know, Frosta from Shira and yeah. um, Stormer from Jeff and the Holograms, like all these eighties references and all these different things. So it was all about really drag is always for me just been about what can I create out of nothing? Like you said, like take a really crazy uh, like, oh, I, I have is tinfoil. Let me, like, make something out of it. Tinfoil and newspaper, and duct tape. You know what I mean? Like, grab yeah. what you can. Over um, the COVID times, um, the quarantine, I was like, you know what? I got to learn how to do something new. Maybe something with armor. And I just started going online. and like, how would I make armor? Oh, it's EDA foam. And like you said, so I started making these things. And I was like, wow, it takes a lot of time and effort. But the uh, product, like, the outcome is amazing. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, wow, I could just so incorporate good. this in my drag and it just elevates everything, you know? It's so incredible, but not the easiest material to work with. Yeah, Fawn has been uh, working on some EVA foam stuff for me for Comedy Queen uh, that I won't be able to talk about because of, you know, it won't, but by the time this episode comes out, that I will not have performed in it yet. But they did an amazing job and they should be very, very proud I of love it. It's going to be. It's going to be so fierce. I can't wait to show it off. Oh my gosh. Well, if you have any more questions or anything, reach out. I totally can try to be a resource. Yo, I I'm so excited to see you. Speaking of comedy queen, you have, yes. you have participated in that pageant system in the past, right? I have. Yes. Well, in 2017, I believe. Well, do you have any advice for me before I go to do the nationals? Okay, yes. I mean, I didn't win, so it's not going to be good advice. <laughs> hey, Paula, any advice you have um, is advice I take like it's from my own mother. Oh, I love that. Okay, so you have to make sure that you have fun, right? Like, one of the things okay. that I noticed about all the judges is that they're going to be... Well, they like to drink sometimes when they're judging. <laughs> and when that happens, they want to have fun. They want to they laugh. But they, wanna, they can tell who is taking things way too seriously. Mm. And the people who are really there having a good time... And if they're, if you're laughing with them and internally, like they can see that, you know, um, always answer the question. A lot of times I think that they sort of ask questions within questions. Okay. And I think that that's what's what people get mis messed up. They want to be like, hi, everybody. How are you? Hi, judges. Blah, blah, blah. That's amazing. But make sure you answer the question. Okay. And make eye contact with everybody. Make eye contact with all of the judges. Smile at all of them. Good yeah. to know. I'm so glad that you, that's actually really good advice because in this moment right now, I uh, I do feel like I am taking it so seriously. And I feel like that was a bit yeah. of my downfall at Camp Wanakiki too. Like I, I just went into it and I was like, I'm about to go in here and execute all of this perfectly, but you'd really do have to go in and have fun and show off your sense of humor. So I'm, thank you yes. so much. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, here's how I also think of it. Like you've prepared everything you can prepare the second the pageant starts, just have a good time. Nothing else. You can't fix anything. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Now's the time for you to shine. And the only way you're going to shine is if you're having, if you're having fun. You know? Absolutely. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm excited for me too. Sorry. Fawn and I are trying to talk in Morse code um, in this moment. And I cannot lip read to <laughs> save my life. I, I was trying to get fun. Were you ask, like, she's rambling and we can't use any of this? No. Oh, no. All of that was great. You you keep doing what you're doing. It was perfect, but <laughs> Flap was trying to be like, hey, say this next. And I was not getting the message. 
<laughs> I love it. We'll say it now. Say it now. Fong, can you ask Pola uh, where people can find her on social media? Yes. Pola, where can people find you on social media? <gasps> Any plugs? I'm everywhere. Okay, so Instagram, I'm at Pola Vortex Frost. I'm on Facebook, or the Book of Faces. I'm on <laughs> Pola Frost. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm not really, I mean, I, Twitter's a hellscape. Can we just talk for a sec? Yeah. I yeah, cannot with Twitter. I go on and I watch what Flapjack and, and um, Sean <laughs> are doing, what Clinic is doing, you know, what Madeline Hatter's bitching about, like just right. things like that. And then I'm out. I cannot. Um, but yeah, I'm on there. But that's about it right now. Honestly, but I keep think- a lookout because it's a pole is going to blow up and be everywhere. Oh, Pola already is everywhere. And honestly, I feel like you're one of the more active Twitter users. I feel like a lot of people just get on there and they like to lurk, you know, and you see all these views go up. But really, I feel like I, I see you responding to stuff all the time. All I ever do on Twitter is lurk on porn. Oh, oh porn. You know. Oh, child. That's my. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my other porn. That's my other one. My oh. other one that I'm not going to give you the name to. Yeah, I have one of the. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to see this um, OnlyFrost account. Oh, God, no, not that. No, no, no. <laughs> I just used a different Twitter handle for those tawdry things. Oh, could you imagine? <gasps> I, I mean, I thought this no. was a family show, but apparently not. Well, Chow, big old Ampola. You don't want to see none of that. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> And Paula, for anybody that is interested in getting one of your fabulous mm. wigs, where can they reach out to you for what is their best way to get in touch with you about getting one of the wigs? Oh, wow. Um, thank you for asking. Um, reach out to me um, through Instagram or Facebook. At the moment, those are my two um, avenues awesome. that I'm traveling with that. Um, me- it is still a hobby. So I am really, you know, trying to work with people that I trust and they'll give me feedback and, you know. I'm not full force business yet, but I'm getting there. Well, I'm I, getting there. I think it's on its way. I mean, we have people in Birmingham Aww. constantly asking about the foam wigs that we wear. I've uh, like oh, got so my excited. eyes on a couple styles that you've done that I want in different colors, but I'm currently poor, so <laughs> waiting Aww, to get some money. I, and I, then, well, you're also are you preparing for a, a pageant of sorts or? Or no, uh, Sasha Colby. Yeah, right? Sasha. Paula is up to date. Very she did up her to research. date. Yes. I've got, <laughs> I don't know, making a brand new outfit because it's like spring themed and I needed a new outfit for it. So that oh, was. Oh, okay. I was using fake moss and dyed my fingernails um, green for like a oh. week until I cut my fingernails. Free manicure. Oh, right. Like a green trash tip. <laughs> well, speaking of. <laughs> prop malfunctions it's time for our very favorite segment of the week which is our flop of the week this is a 60 second unhinged uninterrupted rant that all three of us will get to go on about something that is just grinding our gears fawn would you like to kick things off for us i feel like i always kick things off with the flop of the week well i i I mean i can do it i I know i love to go on a rant <laughs> Pola, will you count us down and then I'll start the timer? Yeah, sure. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. My flop of the week is people that cannot fucking drive. So, 
the past few mornings, me going to work, I have been stuck behind an 18 wheeler in the left lane with a car in the right lane. And there's like, they're both going like 60 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour speed limit area. And I'm like, right. (laughs) The left lane is for passing, not for cruising. So if you're not fucking passing, you shouldn't be in the fucking lane. And also use your fucking blinker and don't ride my ass because sometimes I will fully be speeding. I break the law. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes I will fully be speeding and people will be riding my fucking ass while I'm trying to go around people. And if you ride my ass, I'm going to be a petty bitch and I'm going to slow the fuck down to the speed of the person beside me. Right in front of my salad? Yes, right in front of my fucking (laughs) salad. They're going to try to be assholes. And that's time. And that's why Alabama drivers are Fawn's flop of the week. I live. People don't know how to fucking drive. And don't even start it on when it rains. (laughs) I mean, when it rains, it pours. Is it is it like that for you? Are the Pennsylvania drivers equally as shitty as they are to Alabama drivers? Uh, yes, absolutely, honey. Where I'm literally so I live in PA, but I am literally in like the lower. You know how PA has two boobs. Has, like, on, yes. If you're looking at it, it's yeah. got um, two boobs on the right side. I'm in the lower left nipple, so I am literally right across the river from New Jersey. So I got to deal with both PA and New Jersey on a regular. I could so not I, I'm right there with you. Child. Oh my god, I've I've never heard of a state described as having uh, two tatas. Oh. Well, she do. That's perfect for Paula because Paula has the best tatas. She does the best tatas oh in town. Thank you, thank you, Paula. I really want to get together and for us to do like a bosom buddies number with our oh ginormous tatas. Yes, join. Oh, can we do a to join? We, yes. <laughs> we better do it. Be everything. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's my turn. Get it, girl. All right. Who's gonna count me down? You do it, Fawn. Do it real sexy for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, give me the... Are you ready? Not 59 minutes. <laughs> oh, that's not the right time. Hold on. <laughs> I can't do math. Oh. Is that a car? <laughs> that's what my car sounds like when it needs oil. oil. My car b- burns oil, so I have to... I love going on tangents, apparently. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> my car... Apparently, my engine burns hot so it burns also have to like replace all a lot before my oil changes even up i don't think that's normal it's not i have one hundred forty thousand miles on my car that's a lot oh my god are you speaking gay i don't understand any of the words coming out of your mouth right if i have the right podcast (laughs) i know next we're going to talk about sports every once in a while i can be (laughs) all right it's time for my flop of the week Count it down. Three, two, one. Oh, my flop of the week are people who think it's cute to talk down to you in a condescending way, you know, but they think they're being friendly. It's, it's, yeah, it's incredibly shady, right? But the thing is, the I feel like it's a common thing in our area, Fawn. Maybe it's a common thing in other areas, too. But especially when they are 
queer. They think that they can just talk down to you like you don't know nothing about anything. For example, I was in our very local Walmart recently when I was looking for some sort of car thing. But when I went to ask where it was, I was spoken to in such a condescending way, right? Like I said, it said online that this is here, but they said, well, didn't your dad tell you not to believe everything that you read online? And I said, well, didn't your dad tell you to shove it up your ass? So that is why people who talk condescending to me are my flop of the week. And you still had a few seconds Right? Kill the sniper. (laughs) I tried clicking that. Oh, yeah. I love it. My new flop of the week is the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> the no. fact that we just had some kind of theme, we that was oh, cars. Tra- like the transition there from me like trans. going on a trans trans um the, the transition from me like going on a tangent about cars to the coincidentally your flop of the week involving. That was very aggravating. Yeah, so I, I shouldn't have said I asked because it was actually um, my drag daughter, Wowo, Wowo Wiles. We were in Walmart and she was helping me make something for Comedy Queen, right? And we asked for a particular uh-huh. car thing. And this guy was just super condescending to us. And I think he may have been gay and was like, oh, I'm like in with these two. Like, because I, like, we're very obviously queer. Uh, but you it, are? A little bit. But don't tell my mom, though. Um, <laughs> But it just came off as, like, super inappropriate and condescending. And I don't know. It's just not fun. Like, you know how people are just, like, sarcastic sometimes, thinking that they're funny? But yeah. it's not. It's are you so- talking about me? Hi, Wow. Dad. Wow. <laughs> wow. Me literally all the wow. time. I've probably even done it to you. You... You're different. I know. It's like literally. This is literally how Flapjack gets like her aggression of you out. You understand, oh, yeah. right? My flop she tells right. stories and then looks at you. <laughs> my flop of the week is just things that Fawn does. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> my flop of the week is people not following me back on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. Who's that following you? Say their name. Uh, I mean, it was me for a while. Yeah. Up until oh, like really? a long time into the podcast, Flapjack wasn't until I exposed her on the pod. I didn't mean to. If you go back and listen to our Halloween episode, Pola, I think it was Halloween, right? I think so. Fawn was like, Flap, I have a bone to pick with you. And it, we realized I wasn't following Fawn. Stop. That is hilarious. <laughs> it was iconic. I think it was the like honestly right? one of our top 10 moments like ever. Cause like, like I, well, you think I like you, but I really don't. I like <laughs> found, I figured it out one day and immediately was like, mm, I could text flap about this or post about it on Facebook. But I'm gonna bring it up on the pod. The pod is the best place to handle this. <laughs> yeah, if, if nothing right? else, let's just make good content from it. <laughs> I love your dynamic. Can I ask a question? How did you two end up meeting? Like, where did you guys meet and start this? Because your dynamic is amazing. Oh, thank you. So we originally like we had performed a couple times together pre-pandemic but um after the pandemic we did a play together at birmingham festival theaters called the reindeer monologues that was right after i got back from camp on a kiki i was following that okay and that is where we like really became close and got the idea for flapping and fawning because we would just be chatting backstage in the dressing room having conversations that we were like you know this could be a podcast episode right yep that that was exactly how it happened i feel like i had more i was gonna say but then it just it blanked on me that is that's how you know it's pageant week (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. No, for real though. No, I get it. I totally get that. That's amazing. That's fabulous. Well, Pola, are you ready for your flop? Of the week? All right, I'm, I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna try. All right, I'm gonna count you down. In three, okay. two, three, one, two. Uh huh. So I'm a domestic goddess, you see, and uh-huh. I have to go to the grocery store, and I do get in my car, and I do have to drive to that grocery store. I pull up to the grocery store, and wouldn't you know, nine times out of ten, all of the parking spots that are right near the, the door are full of carts. Why? Excuse because me, the bitch. ignorant. Yeah, excuse me, that is right. Because the ignorant humans that we live with on this earth think it is okay to leave their shopping cart just to strew into the parking lot so that other cars can hit it, it can roll into other automobiles, and then no one can park in said parking lots. How lazy must a human being be? Don't be an asshole! There are so many corrals. 15 seconds. Oh, I looked for it. And then there are no baskets in any of the grocery stores anymore. So then you have to walk your ass all the way back out to the parking lot to get a grocery basket to walk through the store to collect your goods. I'm unhappy. And then I have to, oh, then you want to, oh, then now I have to scan my own groceries. But then the area, Twitch, I have to scan all of my groceries and put them because they all must weigh the same before the computer tells you that you're wrong and that you have to have help from a human that is never coming. It is not large enough for your items. Why can your area that you have make it bigger? Make it bigger. If I have to scan my own shit with a card full of stuff, it's not going to fit on a four by four square of metal, people. (laughs) I don't even need your bag. Just make it bigger. Go off, Paula. Oh my god, (laughs) that is so funny. (laughs) I think that's one of my favorite flops of the week. It's definitely. Oh my god, I hate the grocery store. I hate it. (sighs) It's evil. Pola, I, we, there's more there's more don't get me started see this is what my comedy should have been at camp I should have just gone off about stupid shit like this I but no either. I thought it'd be funny to make a character <laughs> I'm not there I'm, I'm over it I'm over it everything's fine I know I, everything's fine I like love shopping so I like go to the grocery store but and I think I'm gonna have a good time every time and then you I do? usually don't end up having I usually end up getting stressed out while I'm there well, so Unless it's Target. I feel like the true testament of whether or not you're a good person is whether you are putting your fucking shopping cart back in the caddy. If you're not, yes. not, like, why wouldn't you not? Like, there's no reason not to. And, you know, you can and even why are there some- robots following us around grocery stores? Have we noticed that madness? Why does every grocery store have a robot? Wait, you meet around every corner just in your way. They don't answer questions. Not like, where's the bread? Because everything has to be moved every two months. We don't have uh, robots. Robots? We're poor down here in the South. We ain't got robots. Although, There's not robots in your grocery stores? No. Like, no. like giants? No. Every giant up here. Do you have a giant? Is it Kroger down there? What's, what do we have? Oh, what do there we is, have? is a Kroger, but there's not one near us. We have Kroger delivery. Yeah. But Wait, that's it. So like, what, what kind of, what does this robot look like? Oh, it's about as tall as me. So like and oh, nine what? foot two. I'm just kidding. No, it's like four. It's like maybe four foot tall, and it's like this obelisk, this evil like obelisk, and it just like rolls around, and it has like a light, and it beeps, and I swear it's recording things. Does it beep like R two D two? Sort of. Like I think it wants to be, but it's real. Like you know. So I ate at this restaurant one time. Um, that was like a pizza place that yeah. had a robot that would bring your pizza out to you on a tray and it beeped oh, like see, r2d2 cool work that's fierce did you tip it 
<laughs> Wait, so okay, you said yours rolls did around. He, did you put a coin in that slot? I mean, I I what? I went cow tipping with a cow tipping. Oh my god. Um. Wait. So they they roll around. That's some dangerous shit, Vaughn. I've done that. That's some dangerous shit. I like. What? I'm sorry. I'm still so mind blown about this robot thing. Like, is it supposed to be are, fulfilling are they, online orders yeah, or something? That, no, no. So I'm not exactly sure what they're for. I think originally, I think they were for um, because they were moving things around the store that you could literally go up to it and like it would scan something and tell you what the price was oh. or like where you could find an item. Do you know what I mean? Or like things like that. But they never work. And they're just randomly roaming around the store. I will literally take video and send it to you guys. This it's sounds insane. like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah it does. Pola, you're in the bad place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what happened? Oh my god, no, you're right. And then in Pittsburgh, one got loose. I think it was Pittsburgh. One got loose, and it was like roaming down the streets in the middle of traffic. Somebody get their room. Like, well, who's going to come and get this? <laughs> Somebody's room got loose. Like, yeah, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> oh, and why are like I understand why like razors and things. I'm sorry, I'm really over time. But I understand You're why like fine. razors and things like that are totally locked up in like Targets uh, and WalMarts and grocery stores. But why is body wash mm-hmm. locked the fuck up? Who is stealing body? Uh, I know. And then and then you have to feel embarrassed to go ask for the body wash. It's like, hey, my ass stinks. Can I please get some body bars wash? of soap? Yeah, I'm like, it's hello, like, hey, I need head like, and shoulders because I've got dangerous. Can I get the head and <laughs> yeah. shoulders? I know. Okay, Paula, you, you need a podcast. Oh, you're so sweet. Have you ever thought about it? I have. I think I that you would it. be amazing at podcasting. Aww. Oh my god. Like You're I, so sweet. That's yeah. Oh Aww. my We should <laughs> We should talk more about it and see what happens. I would listen Why? to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what would you call it? A Paula's podcast. The Paula podcast. The, the Paula podcast. Oh my gosh. You guys are so funny. <gasps> I would totally be willing to do like a season five review or something. You Ooh. Oh. Do like a little guest spot with you or something. <laughs> Our people will be contacting your people. Um, also, Paula, okay. I forgot to ask you at the very beginning. What are your pronouns? Oh, um, so, you know what? Whatever you want to call me. I know people hate that answer. <laughs> um, I literally, so I present very he, uh, he, him um, out of drag. Um, and in drag, of course, she, her. But I, you know, they, them is fine. I'm, you know what? Uh, just call me. Just as long as you're talking. As long as you're calling me. <laughs> no, I'm the same. He, she, they. Um, and yeah. and then I, I think this is we're getting close to the end of our time. So, is there anything else <gasps> that you wanted to plug before we wrap things up here? Ooh. Anything else I want to plug? I mean, if you stay plugged, you don't have to get plugged. You know what I mean? Very bad. Yeah, just Comedy Queen. Go. <laughs> you know what? I really wish Comedy Queen, like, I, you remember, <clears throat> did they still sell the video? Um, I believe they're, they're planning to post it, like, as a YouTube link. But yes, they, they will be recorded. Oh, fierce. Okay. Because that was one of the, I was so like, I was telling everybody the year I went. I'm like, oh, watch it online. I'm sure on YouTube, someone's going to put it up because they do that for every pageant. And they're like, no, we don't, we don't, we don't allow that here. Oh. No cameras in the audience, and I was like, "No!" Oh, they can't record it at all. N- no, no. I think it's A and R Productions. I believe is yeah. that who they work with. Mm-hmm. They yeah. actually record and videotape it, and then they they sell it. So it's a like a benefit thing for Comedy Queen. At least that's how they did it in the years past. Maybe that's not how they do it anymore. But interesting. I, I know you can buy. Yeah, no, oh, man, it's so much fun. Years. 
Um, I'd pay extra just for a bootleg version then. (laughs) For like a secret (laughs) recorded version. If it's not allowed, I'd pay extra for that. Hey, Fawn, I am trying to win this crown. So if you could not try to rob the (laughs) the system. Oh my gosh, I should send you my copy from the year I was there. I bought the copy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what we're going to (laughs) do. Well, Paula, before I I get uh, disqualified from the Miss Comedy Queen pageant, thank you so much for Ah! joining us. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. This was so, so much fun. Yes. We loved having you. Yes. We love you, gal. I love being had. (laughs) And we are back fat. Back rolls. Back rolls. That should be a sound. Um, Honestly. I am so glad we got to talk to Pola. Yes. I honestly need to... She is like, uh, counting on my fingers, um, like a fourth mother to me. <laughs> like, I love her so freaking much. And it can't... Like, there were there were a couple of scenes that got cut out from what... That she and I filmed, like, just together. And mm-hmm. I really wish that they were included in the episodes. But I, I love Pola so much. It Maybe was, that's for the... Only fans. Yeah, maybe maybe that's just on the only fans. I don't know. Um all right. Well, we are here and we are going to talk about some news in politics in the world. Um and give our very well educated thoughts on it. Um Because I am very well educated, regardless of what anybody says. Very well educated. Super well educated, yeah. The um, most well educated. Well, how well educated are you on the Oscars? Um, I know everything everywhere, one thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know everything everywhere? Oh, I see where this is going. Yes. Everything everywhere all at once swept. I did not watch it this year. Um I didn't watch either. I just kept up I mean, I was making things for Comedy Queen, but <laughs> I was making things for Sasha. Yeah. I but we um I, I was really happy, like with yeah. pretty much every category. Um, did you get to watch any clips of it or anything? I did not, but I do know that the Daniels, who are the directors and producers of Everything Everywhere All at Once, did mention in their one of their acceptance speeches about the drag bands being like, thank you, thanking their parents for like, mm-hmm. thanking his parents for not like, restricting him as a child and like letting him like do things and that drag is not harmful to children speaking up on the Tennessee drag bands and got a thunderous applause from the audience for speaking up about it. Yeah. But also was the only person to speak on it all night. He, um, so the everything everywhere all at once, I'm so glad that they, they brought it up, especially considering everything everywhere all at once has that very important queer storyline. We got to see that movie together, right? Didn't, we did not watch it together. We didn't? Are you sure? I think I watched it before you watched it. I thought we did like a triple date. We were going to do a double date, and then I think we had to keep rescheduling it. So I think we watched it separately. I know I saw it with Bonnie Lash, and I'm pretty sure she was sitting by me. So I think that means Danny and Robbie were there too. But I thought Toreen was there. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, I just know that was something we were going to like review together at the very beginning of when we started this pod. And then we never did. And it never happened. <laughs> But I'm so, so glad for it. Like right I mean, now it's a fucking Oscar winner. I mean, it's beat like more than one. Hey, gosh, like it, it got what best. I mean, best picture. Michelle Yeoh got best actress, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to agree because I don't know. <laughs> best supporting actress was Jamie Lee Curtis. I saw that. Now, did you see the like the, the controversy Angela with Bassett. that? Mm-hmm. I, I vaguely saw it. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on that? At I all? mean, 
I don't know what Angela Bassett was in. I, I don't watch a lot of new movies. <laughs> it was a miracle that I watched everything everywhere all at once. Honestly, same, right? Like, I don't watch any movies, but that, that's... Especially what... going to the theater to watch a movie. Right. I love it, though. So, TBH, once Comedy Queen is done, I really plan to chill the fuck out because I need Are to. Are you sure? You know what? I say that now. <laughs> I'll probably come back and be like, oh, I got bit by the pageant bug while I was... <laughs> because if you're anything like me you're like i'm gonna take it easy i'm gonna take a break and then you're gonna (laughs) not you're just gonna keep doing the same exact thing because that's what i do i just i feel like i feel like i'm having the reality check right now that i need to have to really actually chill because I, I still really want to be involved in drag. Like, I'm I'm by no means wanting to quit. Like, I'm not gotten burnt out. I'm just, I'm just still so in love with drag. But I am just kind of getting exhausted from this marathon I've been running right. for the last, like, two years. Um, Overworked. Yeah. You're not, taking care of, you're not taking time for yourself. Right. Because everything's going to flapjack. Right. And, and that's great. But And I think that I've reached a point where I feel comfortable letting that happen. Because... Yeah. I do feel passionately about not doing anything and like not doing anything where I'm not doing it at my very, very best. Do you hear that? Yeah. The voices are back. Okay. Listeners. The voices in my head. Yeah. The, well, we have shared voices. Are we that close now? We are more than siblings. It's it's my one brain cell talking to your one brain cell. Hi, gay. Oh, wait, no. What is, can you, can you tell, okay, listeners, I don't know if you can hear it, but turn up your volume really, really loud. I swear we're not going to like make a loud noise or something and like blow out your speakers. We should do like ASMR. So yeah, like if you turn it up, do you hear the voices? Yeah, someone's getting a free paid promotion on our web, on our. Let's figure out what radio station somehow tuned in and hijacked our podcast because we couldn't figure it out when we were setting up the studio. Anyways, we're going to start talking normal again in three, two, one. Okay, so yes, back to the Oscars. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that little pit stop. Okay, are you... What was Angela Bassett nominated for? She looked stunning. She looked great. She was nominated for Black Panther Wakanda forever. I still have not seen the Black Panther movies because I have not seen any of the Marvel movies. Uh, Well, I I have not seen Wakanda forever. And so it's hard for me to like really give an educated opinion on it. But I will say I didn't. I I, feel like Jamie Lee Curtis, though, for the supporting actress is. I don't know. it, It was kind of a minor role. Well, compared to... Okay, so here's the thing. I asked about this when I worked with... When I did the show with Sleep in Cinema, um, because there were several of them who were nominated that were kind of minor roles, right? Like, they were in the movie, like, for Best Supporting Actor or Actress, that were, like... um, They were only in the movie for, like, 10-ish minutes, right? And I think it's that case for Angela Bassett. I think Jamie Lee Curtis is in a good chunk more than 10 minutes, but... um, Yeah, but I mean, considering, like, there, there were... There was like another everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, like yeah. there was somebody Stephanie else that they Sue. could have like nominated. Right. Like I, I don't understand how. Well, she was nominated, but she was not selected, which is wild to and me. What does that mean? Uh, she didn't win. 
Like she was nominated, but they she had didn't two win. people nominated for one category. Yeah, two people from one movie not nominated for best supporting actress. So in best supporting actress, actress they had um, Hong Chow from The Whale. They had Angela Bassett from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. One person whose name I cannot remember, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue for um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I was team Everything Everywhere All at Once. I just wanted one of those movies to win, but I thought I wanted one of those people to win from that movie. But I thought Stephanie would win because her role was just so intense. Like it was like there were so many highs and lows and it was really powerful. Yeah. But with that being said, from what I've learned, it sounds like this particular category is also known for giving people a career Oscar. And I think that the Oscar, like the Academy may have felt that Jamie Lee Curtis may not get another opportunity to get an Oscar. So that is why they went with her over others. Cause she's a good bit older than Angela Bassett and Stephanie Sue. Is she? Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, she, how old is she, she's been Jamie doing Lee and how old is Angela? Oh, you look up Jamie Lee. I'll look up Angela Sue. Oh, wait, we have our lead researcher. Angela Sue. Angela Bassett. We have our lead researcher. Alexa! Volume 10. Alexa. How old is Jamie Lee Curtis? 64 years old. Oh. Jamie Lee Curtis is 64 years old. We're going to have Pola in here talking about robots again. Alexa. <laughs> How old is Angela Bassett? 64 years old. Angela Bassett is 64 years old. Wait, they're the same age? Yeah. What? I thought Angela Bassett was way younger than that. No, she just has aged impeccably. Holy shit. She is so fucking stunning. I love her. How old is Stephanie Sue? Stephanie Sue is 32 years old. She's 64 years old. (laughs) 64. Everyone is 64 years old. (laughs) Best supporting 64 year old. Okay. Well, in that case, I don't know. But it does seem like Jamie Lee Curtis is, I don't know. I'm, maybe, I, I don't know what I'm saying then. But, yeah, that was that, uh, that is kind of weird. Um, anyways, th- there was that. Also, did you hear about the controversy with the movie? So, Brandon Fraser, is, he was George of the Jungle, right? Yeah. He won and, Best um, Actor. the Mummy. Yes, and the Mummy. He won Best Actor for The Whale. Um, but I was not aware that there was a controversy around that movie. Have you heard anything about this? Wait, what? The, the controversy around the movie The Whale? No, because I hadn't heard about it until last week when you brought when it up I, on the when pod. When I brought it up. Okay. So that movie, yeah, you know, it's about isolation and Brandon Fraser plays someone plays someone who is like, uh, and I really hope I'm using words that are inclusive. I'm, I'm sorry if not. I'm, I'm just purely not educated on this very much. But um, that he is so severely overweight that he is not able to like leave his apartment. Mm-hmm. From what I understand about it, he has like a caretaker. And a lot of the... I've seen, especially on Twitter, a lot of backlash has been, or Brandon has received a lot of backlash for being in that movie because there were not really fat people who were um, incorporated into the making of it. And so like, like in the fat community, people are saying that like, it's a bad representation. I mean, it's just like, it's just like if we were going to have like, there was a queer movie, but no queer people involved in the making. Yeah. It's important to have that. So I, I hope that it, is taken as a learning moment, but I guess it's also being awarded all these. Uh, it's been nominated for all these awards and it's received several awards. So I don't know. Yeah. That is kind of disappointing. Um, anything else from the Oscars? Oh, did you, what about, were there any fashions that stuck out to you? Um, Angela Bassett. Oh, Angela Bassett. Okay. Um, Lady Gaga. I liked, that's the one I was going to bring up. Lady Gaga. Like, um, 
One that also that's I'll let you finish about Gaga. No, Gaga. no, go ahead. Another one that stood out to me that I didn't particularly love, but I loved the message behind it was Hunter Schaefer. Hunter Schaefer. Um, have you seen the one? It's the picture of the woman from the Oscars that was wearing the white skirt with a feather across the titties. Oh yeah! Holy shit! Yes, I have seen. This. I, saw, I, I didn't somebody on. Somebody on Facebook had like posted something about how like these skinny <clears throat> white girls can just wear anything and call it fashion. And like somebody in the comments, even under it was like, yeah, it's all these cis women just because they're skinny. And people had to respond to that and be like, Hunter's trans. Oh. And so like, while it's not, I don't really think it's that fashionable at all. I think it is a beautiful story especially right now um about a trans woman embracing her body and her transness with all the legislation that's currently going on in the world i agree yeah that is that that, that is very beautiful i did i had seen this picture but i actually did not realize who she was what it represented in uh euphoria i believe See, this is the kind of thing. It, after, like, post-Comedy Queen, this is the kind of flapjack I want to be. I want to watch stuff. I want to be involved in things. Have you never watched Euphoria? No. Have you watched... I just know it's about drugs. Have you watched The Last of Us? No. What about The Mandalorian? Do you know Star I know Wars? The Mandalorian, yes. Oh, girl, I know Star Wars. I don't know. I'm a fence that you thought You're I didn't know. Fence. I am a fence. Flapjack from now on <laughs> is fence, fence jack. <laughs> Um, you need to have a drag child named Car. Car, yeah. I also want Monterey. Yeah, and Colby. Hi. <clears throat> Anyways, so <laughs> yes, okay. So we talked about the Oscars, and there was one other thing I wanted to get your opinion on. So, you know, something I've been talking about a lot recently, especially as Sam Smith has gotten a lot of hate for their body type, is my body type, and I'm very much trying to feel more positive about the, the person I see in the mirror every day, right? And there is this guy on Twitter. His name is Elliot Norris. I think he was on Very Delta. Yes, he was on Very Delta. I haven't watched that episode because I didn't know who he was. I recently got into Very Delta. It's so good, right? I recently... I, I Pola, was a hater. Paula was giving me some Very I was, Delta vibes I was, <laughs> I was a hater. And it's so good. Touring. Touring got you addicted. I'm admitting... That you were correct. It's so good. Here in public. <laughs> well, anyways, Elliot Norris, he, um, apparently he is a controversial person. He's got some, uh, like, not a great history, but he made this video about uh, his audition for Pit Crew on Drag Race. So this is for the producers of RuPaul's Drag Race. If you're not a producer of RuPaul's Drag Race, you can still stay and watch. I need your help. I think I should join the pit crew. I think it would make a really nice addition. I mostly only see six packs uh, for the pit crew. And I think you guys are missing a little belly. You guys are missing a large margin of people. Let me know if you agree in the comments. I think the belly would be a hit. What do you think? I don't know who he is, but I would love for him to be on the pit crew. I know he, he looks cute. I think he aesthetically he would work on the pit crew, but um, I, I, there's been a lot of backlash with this because there have been people, no one really bo- like body shaming him, but saying like, he's not really a big boy. So he shouldn't be using that kind of terminology. 
Um, but I think it sparked a really interesting conversation about the way we look at bodies in the queer community, especially like yeah. a- AMAB bodies in the queer community. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I it I think it would be really important to have someone who doesn't have just more like body a diversity. Pack. I mean, yeah. like I think it was UK that had at one point a really diverse body mm-hmm. assortment. That sounds really weird, <laughs> the way I phrased that. Really but like, had a lot more diversity of bodies. I think for one of the seasons, they brought in a bunch. Yeah. Whereas, like the U.S., they're all pretty much ripped. Right. Yeah. They're all they're all very very much. Jacked. Which is funny because U.S. like is that's even more unrealistic for the U.S. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I I don't really know. I don't really understand where that comes from, um, you know, other than just like white gays, you know, prefer, uh, preferring a certain body type and that always being kind of the standard of what we're getting to see. I guess really like other well, stories. We need erased, to cancel right? those white gays. All of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Back eh? If you're the one that like specifically only wants the pit crew that we have currently, you're canceled. Yeah, we moved on from this, right? Like we say no to the no fats, no fems, no Asians. Like we don't we don't like that yeah. shit no more. Like how come we have that in season eight and here we are still in season oh yeah. Yeah, and here we are still only having no fats, no fems, no Asians. <laughs> you know right. I mean there's an Asian in there, so no is fats, there? no fems. Yeah. Is that I think is it is that Calix? I think it's Calix. Because Bruno is the is he Brazilian? I don't know. I feel like I should not be identifying the rest <laughs> of all these pit crew members. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that's Alex all- is such an interesting name. It is an interesting name. I like it. Well, I think that's all of our uh, news for this week. Um, yes. Since we had a bit of a short, of week, short week between recordings. But what's your fawn of the week? My fawn of the week is just camaraderie yeah camaraderie oh camaraderie on the come. <laughs> um. <laughs> my, my emphasis is on the rod <laughs> rod <and> me <laughs> No, <laughs> so come rod, come rod in me. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Well, do you want to uh, expand on that at um, all? Or? Just getting to experience people coming together. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Vaughn! Come on! <laughs> I didn't mean. Come for, on! This is what Fox <laughs> News warned them about. I, I didn't mean for that to come out. <laughs> I'd, Stop I'd, saying <laughs> come! Stop it! I'm not intending for it to come out that way. <laughs> sound the way that it's sounding. <laughs> Okay, and apparently we're the the radio station is definitely getting us. <laughs> what is? Hello? <laughs> are we? It's all the. Cum are we talk. still alive? It's all the come talk. Oh my god! The the GOP has actually sabotaged this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Anything else to say about your fun of the week? Um, just like be nice to people. Yes. Love one another. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Okay. <laughs> Punch cops. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, is that it? <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs> My fun of the week is... Um, no, it's actually... <laughs> okay, as you can see, we have both reached a point where we're just de- delirious and delusional. Um <laughs> But my my fawn of the week 
uh, is twofold. One is DiGiorno oven pizzas because that has been feeding me and all of the people who have been helping us um, make all this stuff for Comedy Queen and beyond. And so my true fawn of the week is going to everyone who has helped me in any kind of way for Miss Comedy Queen. It's been quite a journey. And as you can probably hear from the banging going on uh, behind the scenes, people are still working. Helping That's just this me happen. beating my mate. Yep. Fawn just couldn't get enough of that cum. Um, come Rod. Camaraderie, <laughs> but truly, thank you so much to everyone who has helped, and as, in particular, I really want to thank Wamona Wiles, who has dedicated like so, 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 so much time, energy, and heart to helping me bring the best package I possibly can. I uh, can't wait to keep all updated on what happens at nationals. Well, thanks everyone again for listening to flapping and fawning. Come <laughs> ride in me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.